We back and we better. Squad is with me. I'm with Rashad, Devon, Nap, Donovan. Uh, and if you're listening, this is the Zone Talk Podcast. Welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome. With your ugly ass. But uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot to talk about. You know, some off-season stuff going on. I don't know where you guys want to start. We got a few things on the agenda. Uh, but first of all, how y'all feeling, man? Good, man. Feeling good, bro. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers Word, out right? there. All the mothers, mm-hmm. all the fathers that have to be mothers, all the mothers nah, that have to be fathers. That. We not going to do that. We gonna <laughs> get, that's a, yeah, acknowledging the, the fathers culture. on Mother's Day yeah, is, will get that. you canceled. Yeah. <laughs> so we just, like, like we said, we're going to say happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. All the mothers out there. Father's Day is down the line. That's not a real thing. We'll Father's Day later. is a myth. We'll get there later. We'll get there later. <laughs> Hey, look, man, I don't have no kids right now, but when I am a father, we doing something. Or I'm, <laughs> I'm doing something. Y'all going to let me do what I need to do on Father's Day. Yeah. If I want to do a damn thing, I ain't doing nothing. But uh, shout out all the mothers out there. Um, but, yeah, a lot going on in the NFL. Uh, there's not too much news. Obviously, the draft just happened. We recapped that last week. Uh, but there's still a lot of moves being made by a lot of teams. And then, in general, uh, just the football world is uh, constantly very fluid. Um, and so there's still some cuts that happen, some big cuts, uh, and some things we're wondering about players on current teams, about, you know, how things are going to pan out for them. Uh, but where do you guys want to start? Mm, I guess let's just talk about, uh, the Bears situation. The Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. They are, um... The Chicago Bears, so they cleaned house recently uh, this past offseason. So they went into the draft with a new GM, new head coach. Um, you would think a new philosophy. And, um, you know, they're trying to get back to the winning ways of the 85 Bears. Um, but based on what we see on paper, uh, this Bears team looks like it is in a little bit of trouble. And more so, I, I, I say this and I bring this up because – it feels like Justin Fields is, isn't going to have the help he needs to take the step he needs for that team to go places next year. In, in a somewhat weak division. Yeah, and that's the craziest part is that division's in its down years right now. Like, as far as play, like, we don't kind of know what's going on in Green Bay right now. The Lions are the Lions. And now the Bears have an opportunity to kind of be like, you know, put themselves in position to to win their division in the draft, and they didn't really do anything to help themselves out. Yeah, I mean, just looking at what this uh, starting lineup looks like, I mean, they lost Allen Robinson, um, and they did get a couple of players. They got Byron Pringle and Equinemius St. Brown um, from the Lions, Brian Pringle from the Chiefs, but those aren't guys that are going to come in and, you know, be game changers. Looking at it on paper, like the 2021 starters – are 
just you're just better off than the guys that you have going into 2022, and it's just not a good sign for like your young quarterback that he's gonna have less to work with, and people are gonna be looking at him for more results, and it's just like. Hopefully they can figure something out, or maybe he can still shine and do his thing, and it'd be more to his credit. But yeah, God bless you. It would kind of be, it would have to be one of those situations, kind of like Deshaun Watson uh, on the Texans, except he don't even have like a D hop guy on the team. No, like at least he, I mean, David Montgomery, that's a solid like run game. So maybe they can figure something out, but they definitely need some more weapons. Uh, and they don't have like much to to offer to people, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Unless they're trying to throw bread. Yeah, and they lost some draft picks because of the trading up for Justin Fields last exactly. year, so they didn't have the draft capital um, to address a lot of these areas uh, that they still haven't addressed. I mean, you're looking at almost an entirely new O line, um, and apart from uh, Jason, I mean Jason Peters isn't even going to be back, but Cody Whitehair is, you know, probably the only one returning at the same position. Um, everyone else is kind of shuffled or, you know, they've got some depth guys that need to be starters. So it's just a tough situation because when we see these QBs in the draft, those first few years are always so important to their development and how we see it. Like, I don't know how good Josh Rosen is because we never really got too much of a chance. (laughs) Like, he didn't – there was no hope for him because, like, once they real, realized they were going to have the number one pick and all this, Kyler Murray, they were like, oh, man, it's a dub for you. Yeah. yeah. He traded you to a team that also doesn't want you <laughs> that much. So, exactly. you know, it, it's just – it's rough to see quarterbacks in that situation. Um, and Justin Fields, I like Justin Fields. He had a lot – some good explosive plays last year. Obviously still needs to grow and develop. I just – it's sad for me to see, uh, from what I can tell right now at least, um, that it doesn't look like the supporting cast that he needs to take that step is going to be there. So, And I think as, like, from an organizational standpoint, like, you just kind of seen what, what the Bengals did with, like, having a quarterback, drafting a quarterback high, and then going back the next year and drafting, like, a top receiver yep. to give him somebody to throw the ball to. Like, you know what I mean? And mm. there was a lot of speculation last year on the Penny Sewell yep. um, versus Jamar Chase pick. Um, and I think it worked out for the better that they <laughs> went for Jamar, obviously. And I just think, like, maybe that's a situation that kind of Justin Fields needs in, in his corner where he needs a guy that he just feels secure throwing the ball to every yeah. down because you just gave away your be- his best target. And the crazy part is they weren't even using Allen Robinson the way they needed to exactly. just in terms of the scheme. So it's not even a place where you feel like, you're, you know, even if you have the, you know, good players, they can thrive. It's not an environment that's, like, conducive to the success of the players or the team. And so it's a crazy dynamic to me, you know, honestly. Yeah, and we didn't, like – like, and Justin Fields didn't play great by any means during his rookie year, but he wasn't he wasn't terrible. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, he, he had his flashes. He, he yeah, had his flashes, had of, flashes of good games, and then it was also, like – it's a tough situation when you dealt the cards you're given with the team. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you find out late, David Montgomery's kind of like good guy, like yeah, guy you can, the, you know yeah. what I mean. So, I just I, I think that they got a lot to work on from an organizational standpoint because like their roster right now is kind of like on on the lower end of the entire league, offensively it, it looks, at least. Yeah, because the uh, still got what Roquan Smith on defense. Yeah, looking on. looking at what they drafted, um, they had two. Two picks um, in the second round, mm-hmm. and they went uh, cornerback, and they went safety. 
uh, for their first two picks. Um, I mean, with that being said, the new head coach is I think More Matt defensive Eber- minded, right? Yeah, Matt Eberflus, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, who came over from the Colts, who was a D coordinator over there. Um, so clearly, uh, right now, as of the draft, um, you know, I can assume that they're going more as a with the defensive approach um, from a identity um, standpoint. I guess if you want to say, yeah. Um, but then you look at later in the rounds, uh, the third round they drafted um, a wide receiver uh, from Tennessee, Velas Jones Jr. Um, so you get a weapon there potentially. Um, and then they had some trades day three. Um, they traded, and then in the later rounds, round five. They drafted offensive lineman, and then um, round six, they go with another offensive lineman, and then another lineman in the second in the sixth round. Sorry, so and then another one later. So, so they so they stacked up um, late late in the talent. late in the in the draft, um, but obviously with those being late picks. Um, you know, on paper, those aren't of the highest quality offensive linemen, but you can hope that um, with the depth that they've got, that one of the, at least one of those guys hit. Um, and then, unfortunately, last year you had uh, I think Tevin Jenkins, who yep. I think he came in he with he came in with uh, injury concerns, and then he got hurt, and I think pretty sure he missed the whole season. Um, and then my thing with like young quarterbacks regarding Justin Fields, like my only thing is like hopefully you can just always get the young guys protection. Um, I think that's what it comes down to when you're trying to groom a young quarterback. Um, and in their case, um, you know, on paper, they don't really have many weapons at the at the receiving position outside of Darnell Mooney, um, who I would consider not necessarily a number one, but more of a complimentary piece. Yeah. And hopefully um, the guy that you drafted in the second round, um, Vilas Jones Jr. out of Tennessee, hopefully you're able to get something out of him. But uh, I think on paper – um, with this with the skill position such as wide receiver, they would definitely need more help. And then for me, most importantly, um, hopefully these later rounds, um, these late round offensive linemen picks, you know, are able to pan out. But I thought it was uh pretty interesting to see that you know you have a young quarterback, and then um, I can imagine from Justin Fields, and you have a, a new coach that comes in he's defensive minded and you see his first two picks in the early yeah. rounds the uh second round um are both defensive players so yeah and your defense like wasn't like seriously in yeah. need of help but like there was more need for an offensive yeah, player yeah. in the second round than the defensive player yeah at the I same think. at the same time too like for probably like the past past decade at least chicago has always been you know a defensive uh defensive minded team per yeah. se that's so, the philosophy they've kind of tried to. So it's it's funny, like, um, it's interesting, like you see teams approach like historically what they are as organizations. Like clearly, Chicago, they want to they hired a guy who's a defensive minded coach, um, and he comes in and signs two defensive guys with your first two picks. Yeah. Um, you know, all while you have a young quarterback um, that you're trying to develop. Um, after you traded up for him last year to get 
Um, so there's a lot of things working. Yeah, offensively, I mean, I'm not worried about Chicago defensively. Um, they've always been really solid. They just picked up uh, Tavon Young from the Ravens, um, who's been a really good uh, slot uh, cornerback. Um, but I think, you know, my input on the situation is that, you know, I would – I personally would have gone, you know, with the offensive lineman or even, you know, wide receiver with these first two picks. But, I mean, they addressed those later in the late rounds. But, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. But I mean, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you out never of know what you're gonna get. So, like we said, like there's fifth round, sixth round, seventh round picks that do make an impact. It's just of the hundreds of guys that yeah. get drafted, it's literally like probably 25 you end up knowing, yeah, uh, and that end up being players that you know might consistently find a role with the team. Um, and when you front load the draft defensively, near defensive minded coach, and your defense is kind of like your stronger suit in terms of your team, your stronger aspect of your team. It's just tough. Like, looking at it from Justin Fields' standpoint, from, like, an offensive coordinator standpoint, like, even just trying to game plan. Um, like, league is a passing league. You do want to have the guys on defense to stop it, and that means having the pressure up front. Fortunately enough, like, a quarterback like Justin Fields, with his ability and his talent, um, you're able to really draw up. You're really able to scheme up plays to, like, you know, for example, rolling out and getting him an open field, like, on yep. the pass, like at the very least, he's able to do that, like, or he can, yeah, yeah. hopefully escape a pass rush because yeah. we know what he can do uh, with his legs, yeah. And that's just what makes but. me nervous, though. You know, like when you have quarterbacks like that, and then the team has the perspective of, oh, well, he can run, so you know, Let's we don't necessarily him. have to, you know, he can get out of sticky situations, but it just puts him in a tougher spot like yeah in terms of you know i think the what Ravens, he's trying to do i think the, the ravens are like kind of like like that as well absolutely that they they go after like kind of other things rather than like what's necessary yeah. to maybe benefit lamar more than anybody else you know what I yeah mean? yeah and like they do address ravens do address like o-line and stuff they always yeah. they always had yeah. some good pieces <clears throat> sure. yeah but in terms of like even receivers like we just know they're like all right we're not gonna pay that much yeah, for yeah. A i think like, i think like it's interesting to see because like like a lot of organizations are just like stubborn about certain things about like certain you, things yeah like you guys as pats fans you know that yeah. The Pats, Jamel talked about Stopping you know, about damn near everything. <laughs> yeah, get get the best play, get the best player available. Um, but then, you know, obviously they go out and draft who they think I mean, is the best yeah, player. I mean, yeah, obviously, um, you know, on paper at least, you know, we don't really know what this guy has to bring. Um, but just for an example, like I think it's pretty pretty interesting to see how like I guess organizations are kind of stuck up in their ways with the as a Ravens fan. You know, they're not gonna go out. And you know, get uh, a big time receiver because they want you know. Typically, they like to bargain and get like you know yeah. proven vets and that you mm -hmm. can kind of get on a, a cheaper deal. But um, you know, as far as the Chicago Bears go, you know they went the defensive route with the first two picks and then tried to compensate for yeah. Fields's you know his protection by go by stacking up late in, in the late rounds and then um, and then that puts you in a position where you have to trust that you have the coaches and the staff in place yeah. to actually help these guys develop because yeah. if you're going to do that with the offense then you better be hopeful you have somebody some position coaches that can like really help these guys excel and improve their technique their game um all of that as they adjust to the nfl because 
I mean, you don't see – you got four years to make an impact as a rookie. And, like, really them first two years are those years where it's like, all right, they might write you off after the third year. And somebody yeah, else – They might write you off job. after the second yeah, you year. Can get, you yeah, can get like, written off on week, any week point. two, bro. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Yeah. So it's, it's just crazy because it's a tight window to make a lot of things work at once. It's very difficult for any GM in front of office. I'm not saying I could do it, but I just think, you know – there's some questionable decisions made by every front office. And the yeah. Bears is one that I thought they're having an interesting offseason, to say the least. I feel like it's always easy to, like, look at NFL teams and be like, oh, they should have did this. But, like, given the circumstances, like, if you're in their shoes, yeah. like, it can be tough. And, like, like you said, like, you never know what you're going to get. So, yeah. it's like, I mean, but, shit, sometimes you look and you know and they still miss. So, it's kind of like, I feel like. You know, yeah. You said I don't know if I could do it. But like, I mean, maybe. Like, I mean, shit. I, 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 you know what? <laughs> if we drafted as a collective for a team, we might, we might. They, be able, something would go right. I don't think like, we'd have the worst draft. I'll tell you that. I think yeah. we'd have a better draft. I, I than think, at least I think one other because I, I, I'm not stubborn wow. enough to take the best. <laughs> That's <I> crazy. <laughs> Yo, but you, my thing is, really I wouldn't be that. ready to think about the money aspect of it. Yeah, the, the, that mean, makes a difference, and you got to think about who's coming in, who's done, going out. Though. That's yeah. what we're going to have to resign. Here we go. Prioritizing who they're going to have to resign, all that stuff. Like it's a, it's a lot. So I just don't. I just getting money to do it. So. I don't know, man. Like, like Rashad and, and Nap, you guys were saying earlier, it's when teams are stuck in their ways. The Chicago Bears haven't been god awful, no. right? They've not they, they for as long as we've been around. Like, they've never been horrendous to the point where, like, yeah. you know, obviously they can get to the first round of the playoffs. They've shown that two years ago. Granted, and they won their division, four and, they, years and ago, they've won, so. yeah, and they've won their division. So I mean, like, I can't be. I, I'm not surprised by their draft strategy. And I'm not, I'm not in like complete. I don't hate it because of the mm-hmm. fact that like if 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 Khalil Mack's gonna go, we're gonna make sure that our defense is still the strength of our team no matter what. Darnell Mooney, solid guy. Last year put up 81 catches, a thousand yards, four touchdowns with f- three different QBs. Like I think what they're expecting, or you know, I'm at this point, I'm just like assuming. But mm. you're making an assumption that Justin Fields himself is gonna take a step forward and that in some respect, that means your whole offense should take a yeah. step forward as well. So, I mean, you like, you, I'm not saying that they, they, they made the right choice by passing up on a wide receiver, heavy draft early, but I'm not surprised. And I don't know that it's not going to work out yeah, at least yeah. to be a middle of the road, 500 team. They're not going to take that next step. That's like, Oh yeah, we're going to see them second round in the playoffs deep. They don't have a, they don't have a threat like that yet, yeah. but for the Chicago Bears, this is on par, and they could be planning long term. Maybe they don't—they're not planning for necessarily this year. They could be planning for next year when they do have a first-round pick again, and you know they have a little bit more to work with. Um, and until then, they're like, you know, maybe we can hit on a couple of these, and you know, see what happens from there. Yeah, I think I think it's funny how like certain teams have certain like draft strategies that we see tendencies, over the philosophies, years. Like, yeah, like. I always, I always like look at Pittsburgh yeah, for example, with the receivers, with the receivers, yeah. and just being able to develop them over the years, like and the guys that they put out, and even guys yep. that have gone to different teams and had success. Like I, I've always been a fan of that, and then like obviously just being in New England, you know, like how we like 
We just yeah, don't yeah. know what our draft strategy is because we never nope. know who we never know any of the guys that we're picking up. So and like, a lot of the guys and, and when we do go for top tier guys like Nikhil Harry, <laughs> shit don't work out. Yeah, we we better off with like four six round picks than a first rounder. Honestly, <laughs> like the bro. way we be moving, because yeah. Bill make magic with with four six round picks. He'll snag a Gronk, a, a X or Y Z like. And it's like, fam, like, what? You get J.C. Jackson undrafted. You're getting guys coming up undrafted and just teaching them. I have a thought behind that. Like, so, like, or I'll, I'll pass it up to y'all first. What do you think the philosophy is behind passing up on early talent if you're the Patriots? And now we're pivoting, I guess. But passing I mean, that's up not on, even, It's not – honestly, I'm going to cut you off real quick, but it's like – the Pats were just an example. There are plenty of teams who have, like, a certain philosophy when drafting. Um, I mean, as we've seen over the years, um, it's, I mean, it's clear. It's all apparent. Like, for example, last week I talked about um, the Jags and how, you know, I felt as if Trayvon Walker wasn't the – in my opinion, I didn't feel as if just based off of what I, I've learned about when comparing him and Aiden Hutchinson um, – you know, I viewed Aiden Hutchinson as the, the number one uh, edge rusher in the draft, but instead the Jaguars decided to go with the guy who's more physically gifted. Like, you know, that's another example of, like, teams, you know, they look at they look at a guy's size and they're like, oh, you know, this guy's, like, big and physical. We can maybe, like, make something out of this. You know what I mean? Things like that. Um, but, um, yeah, that's a – but I think yeah, it's not it's not just the the pat like a it's like organizations they're just I think they get stuck in you know we're gonna like if this guy's here we're gonna take we're gonna take him right as opposed to like you know if somehow you know this guy slips here like no matter what like if the best player in the draft slips here like we're still not gonna take that guy we're gonna take the guy that best fits us yeah you know what I mean I think that's what separates like certain organizations from one another. But I, I, the reason why, you know, we landed on the Pats, at least in, in my eyes, is like, I almost want to say it's an ego thing. Like, for Bill Belichick, oh, it's definitely I'm going thing. to draft late round picks because y'all got passed up on, and I know that you're going to come ready to oh, work. Yeah. Like, like yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not dealing with the, I'm not dealing yeah. with the, the diva of like, all right, so you're a hot first round pick. Like, nah, nah, fuck that. Like. I want the dude in the fourth round that is happy to be here. Who's going to show up and do things, quote unquote, yeah, the Patriot way. Like with the, with the Pats, though. Like, and now, that, like I said, I don't want to make this about the Pats. We have other things to to talk about. But, um, <laughs> um, like I think with them, like, is that sustainable up to this point? Because you had Brady two decades, yeah, two decades of Tom Brady. So I mean, we find we'll see. We finding out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll that. see. So, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> so it's like, so like we talk about how organizations are, are stubborn. And it's like, for me, it's like, okay, when do you like the Pats, for example, it's like, okay, when are you going to like really go and get that guy who's touted as, you know, the game breaker, the game changer that could really like, you know, shift the whole, you know, entirety of a, of a game. Like, if we ever, but, tra- if New England ever traded, and this is the last thing on New England right now, but if New England ever traded up in the first round, I would be shocked. Shocked. I would be shocked. I'd be like, what? I like, who do we, who are we getting? A punter? Chattanooga. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, relax. <laughs> you said up, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. That's what we would be getting. No. But, um, yeah, and I, I think the, over, the big uh, overarching idea of it 
um, just the draft and concepts and strategies is like, it is hard to change in general for anyone doing anything. And so when you set on a philosophy, you set on an idea, you've been doing it for years, you've seen it work. You might've also seen it not work, but people don't want to like change too much from what they know and what they've done. And so for them to like try and go into a new season with a new idea, a new philosophy, new strategy, like actually deviating from what you previously did is very difficult for anybody to do, let alone if you're in a position as a GM or a head coach where, you know, you, you trying to build a team and win a Super Bowl, like yeah. it, your ego comes into it, like all those things affect decisions. And then that's when teams make hasty decisions. I mean, it's like the eight old, the age old adage, though, is like trust the process no matter what. Right. And so, I mean, for a team like the Pats, for a team like whomever we want to speak on today, it's like these teams have their own philosophies. And it's not till you see a change in GM, a change in. Uh, obviously like the head coach that you start to see whether things are working or not because until then you've only seen what you've seen you've only seen the result that trusting the process has gotten you to to that point I don't know it's interesting definitely is interesting but um let's go on to some other stuff uh going on in the NFL um so the Giants cut James Bradbury um, that was one of the, he's probably one of the biggest free agents right now. Um, yep. That is not signed, especially at a premier permission like cornerback. He can come in, he can be your number one. Um, he's not elite, but he is a good cornerback uh, for any team. Um, obviously, I want the Pats to get him. Uh, I don't know if we can uh, we're gonna pay him though, and you know what he's looking for. You know, Bill ain't gonna want to show out. Um, but nonetheless. Uh, what team do you think would be a good good fit for James Bradbury? Is there any team you could see him going to that might be like a big impact on how they? <clears throat> you should go I mean, to any team today could use a cornerback. Like I don't care yeah, how much depth true. you have. There's never there's never enough edge rushers or cornerbacks. I'll say that. Um, Is there a team that you think this makes them like even more of a contender than they might already be? I mean, you got like mm. teams like the Bills. Like for them, like teams like that. If he came like, in as a number two to Trey White, that'd like be teams crazy. like that, like I look at them, maybe crazy. the Chargers, JC Jackson. Jackson and him. Yeah, that'd I mean be they already like teams are really just Asante stocking Samuels up there too right now. That's what I'm saying. They get a, now they get they got a slot guy. Yeah. No, if they if they got Bradbury, then it'd be they'd be all in. They'd, they'd have to they'd have I to mean, be all they, in. They kind of are all in, but they're doing it the right way and not sacrificing like everything to be all in. Um but uh, I also think uh, the Vikings would be a good fit. Um, Vikings would be good because they they actually right did now. they actually did with their first two picks go with the secondary. I know they drafted yeah. Lewisine, and then I know they went with another guy in the beginning of the second round. And um, if they can get James Bradbury there, he'd probably be the number one corner. And then you have the young guys still have time to develop, but they still get in playing time as well, covering number two, number three guys. Like yeah, I mean, in any case, like I think all teams should be inquiring about. His services, James, yeah. So for sure, you can never, you can never, like I said, today's game, you can never have too many cornerbacks. Yeah, you gotta end up with the Jaguars though. They gonna pay him. <laughs> they definitely gonna pay him. Yeah, they probably <laughs> would pay everybody. The Giants saved what, like ten mil, cutting him today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think largely was due to that um, wanting to like sign their draft picks too. Yeah, yeah, because so. they had a couple first rounders and. You know, those are fully gu- not fully guaranteed. I think I'm not sure, but I just know they getting a lot of bread for them the first rounders, so they gotta open up some room for that. Um but interesting situation. I can't wait to see where he goes. 
Um, Who y'all thinking about getting um, first in fantasy this year? First in fantasy? Yeah. Which player? Yeah, which player y'all think? Y'all, like, if y'all had to choose today, somebody was like, yo, we, we got to draft tonight. Who's the first player you're picking if you got the number one pick? It definitely Jonathan de- Taylor or Derrick Henry. Where you one drafting. of the two. If we got the first pick, though, like, I'm t- I'm, I might pick. I might Number take one. I might take Henry or, or JT. Yeah, I might have to go with the one of those guys. Um, where's McCaffrey going? <laughs> Not first. Not first. Someone's still gonna take him. Someone's Not gonna first. take him like with the third pick and be like, "There's no way he can get hurt three seasons in a row." <laughs> this can be like, yo, fam. Definitely a way. <laughs> it's gonna be a rude awakening. Definitely a way. Not hoping he gets hurt, but he clearly uh has been getting injured the last couple of years. So, um. But I can't wait till fantasy. I'm trying to think of a receiver that could potentially go number one. A few guys I can remember. Tyreek well, not going to go that high. Number one in fantasy, a wideout. I've seen Devontae I mean, Adams Devontae, go one before. Devontae's but gone like two, three I've seen before. But yeah. But um, I, I even that situation, like I don't know if he'd end up being the number one guy. There's like low-key too many options on that team, though. Right? Like, yeah. And the quarterback play is lesser. So it's like uh, I don't know. It's like I don't know if we're gonna get but shit. I mean, I, I, I'm like I wouldn't be surprised in the least bit. Like just in general, if Devontae Adams still comes out and like does what he does, definitely. Yeah, I, oh, that's, yeah, I think yeah. that's a realistic like oh, yeah, thing that yeah. can happen. It's, he can definitely do that. I guess it's just more risky to choose him number yeah. one now like, than it was before. For fantasy, yeah. To your point of like the quarterback play being lesser, I just feel like Derek Carr. First of all, he's linking back up with Devontae Adams, who he has like the chemistry with, mm-hmm. and then Darren Waller is there, like. Hence Hunter Renfro, Jacobs, like they got something going on. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders were able to like put up like high powered offense numbers okay. on occasion and stuff. So it's like, you know, Rodgers is definitely a better quarterback, but like when it comes to like the whole offense putting it together, like yeah. I feel like they can compete. Yeah, and, like, and the I folk- don't know. They're playing against some some Yeah, some that's true. Defenses. That's true. That's a good yeah, point. That whole it's gonna that be fun to watch. That AFC West, bro. Yeah. Um I don't know. I I was thinking prob- probably Derrick Henry just because like that's that's, that's the like safe, safe. Pick. <laughs> especially without AJ Brown. His floor, yeah. his but, floor is yeah. like twenty points, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> guaranteed. But, um, I don't know if I had to go with a receiver. Mm, I might go with Tyreek just because of all. Wow, just because yeah. of. The volume of if it's the PPR, way, my, I might. Miami's gonna try to get him the ball in a million different ways. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, they paying a lot. Like they gonna use him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want to. They gonna work they him, bro. To, like at least they or they they have to for all they gave up for him. He's got to. Yeah. He's got to he get like twelve the ball twice, twice a twice a series. Like <laughs> two out of the four plays, he needs like, I really, I really want to see how that division will will pan out, like how that will play out with those four teams. Yeah, that's gonna be hella interesting. But um, I know we we which receiver would you grab first? Uh, just wouldn't grab your receiver first, <laughs> but um, Justin Jefferson. So what receiver would Justin Jefferson? When all the running backs are gone, yeah, Justin right? Jefferson. Yeah, like when it comes down to like, all right, I should probably start looking at the yeah. Best. yeah. The first receiver I would take off the board. I drafted Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, uh, his bro. rookie year, and I like knew that people were gonna grab like Judy and stuff before him, but like I was sold that he was gonna be that guy. 
And like I, when I didn't get them last year, I was kind of pissed. Yeah. Like I was like, I forget who. Got <laughs> I think them I grabbed them. Yeah. I think you grabbed them right before I did. I wanted them, so I was like, Yeah, only only receiver in NFL history with three thousand yards for the first two seasons. And uh, I probably go with Devontae Adams. Um, after this season, he won't be. Jamar yeah, Chase. Yeah. But Jamar had like sixteen. He had like two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, might, right? Might as well. That might be my number one. That might that might be my number one. See, I was thinking that, but we were talking the other day, Rashad. Like, if you don't go after Jamar, I feel like you could go after T. Higgins late and use that first pick on somebody else. That ain't Jamar Chase, though. T. Higgins yeah. is, come on. That's I mean, not 2000. I know. But it were. <laughs> I know, but if you look at it, like, the value, yeah. you could kind of, like, replicate it a little bit more. No. No. no what are you not talking out about? out of one t- position. It's you're using another position. I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, like. I get definitely trying to say saying. when. So I'm when, not saying not, T. So Higgins. are we. Are we trying to say when he's not, when Jamar's not getting the ball, T. Higgins is going to get the ball, and that's no. That's, when that's Jamar gets not even what I said. Are you, wait. I know what you're implying. I know you're implying. So then, who would you take? Uh, assuming so that, assuming that, I'm saying at the point you would take Jamar, what first or second round? Probably first round, right? Have you already taken a wide receiver? No, it's first round. It's your first pick. If you did, who was that receiver? That's what I'm trying to find out. Like, like I there's not say, a Jamar. He said he wouldn't take I'm a receiver. Saying, I, he said he wouldn't take a receiver in the first. I'm Anyways. saying if your philosophy is, oh, I'm gonna grab Jamar Chase. I think he's gonna be a dog. I think. Especially if it's the first round, you better off using that pick on like a running back. It depends on, and then grabbing somebody later. I was saying, what's your first receiver? Yeah, I said Devonte. Okay, and then yeah, that's why I mentioned. Okay, Jamar have fourteen hundred fifty-five yards and thirteen touchdowns in the regular season. That's two thousand yards. And then had, <laughs> and then had three hundred and sixty-eight yards in the postseason. That's damn near two thousand. Dog. Yo, nah, that's what it is. <laughs> he really is, though. <laughs> Bro, nah, he is. All right, so, like, do we think he, he'll have over or under 1600 this year? Because that's what Justin Jefferson did. He went from 14 to 16. I mean, over. Over 16. Over 16. For Jamar? Over. I would say that. If I see the Bruh, over from him, I'm, I'm not watching. Over, and I'm going to tell you, and then you guys can, can say whatever you need to say back, but Joe Burrow, I think. I think Joe Burrow, I, I'm expecting a progression in his game. I, I mean, think they, I that mean, offensive line is say, yeah. hugely beefed up, like for real now. And it's always just going to be Jamar Chase against whoever the best corner is. And we saw Jamar Chase. He did. He did what he did he to Jalen Ramsey he in the he Super did a Bowl. Like, like that's that's him now. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, two thousand. I mean, two thousand. <laughs> Sixteen hundred is no doubt a lot of yards. What Justin Jefferson did last year was extremely remarkable. Like crazy, super wild. After coming out with fourteen hundred the year before, yeah. but. Both of them are built the same, as Joe far as Burrow I'm concerned. Touchdowns. I'm gonna go under. Joe Burrow for 50 touchdowns. Nah. Oh, <laughs> nah. I, ain't gonna say I that. think because they have. <laughs> All right, let's let's calm down here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rashad's having anxiety attacks. He's like eight of them's gonna be against the Ravens. <laughs> you don't think that's possible? 
<laughs> no, it's definitely possible. It's definitely How many possible. did he throw last season? I think one of them. I don't know, but I know Tom Brady had the most in the NFL. Yeah, no one's man. talking about that. That was like that. 45 or something like that. that Tom Brady crazy. led the league in passing yards and touchdown passes. Yeah, Joe Burrow threw for 30, 34 touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Another, I think six, another, another 16. Nah, I'm not saying I'll give him can't four, I'll give him 40. I'll give him 40. Yeah, I think because of how much Joe Mixon kills it in the run game. And that like too, yeah. Touchdowns, I mean, he can throw for 50. I think he's capable of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he's capable of it. I think oh, there's a couple ooh. guys that's capable of it in the league right now. Joe Burrow is more than capable. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's just the situation got to be, like, conducive yeah. to it. Like Herbert yeah. might mess around, though, like, 40 this year. Yeah. Herbert be putting up numbers, too. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, slight work for Herbert. They um, I think they <laughs> they went work. offensive lineman too. Uh, Zion Johnson out of BC. Yeah. So they uh, the past few years they've been they got Rayshon Slater yeah. last year. Got a guard last now they year. Got, got Zion. A See, bro, it's year, like that's crazy because that's just like you're just bargaining at that point, knowing that your young QB's on his rookie deal. And it's like you're able to Word. do things like that. You know what I mean? That's you're crazy. able to pay JC Jackson x amount of money yeah. to come through. So how many years? They got two more years out of. Herbert's him. rookie contract. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he got. Well, a, he's a first round pick, right? So yeah. he, got he, the, got a, he got a fifth year option, option too. Yeah. So option. at least All three. First round picks get that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're after the first round, it's four year deals. Um, but plus, yeah. the, plus the Chargers got a, a stud you just mentioned, Rayshon Slater. Yeah, he's a dog, mm-hmm. bro. Already, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's another position you don't got to worry about for a while. Yeah, for real, especially what he was showing on tape last year. That man yeah. is a monster. Yeah, so he's on a rookie deal too. Like their window is like pretty pretty open right now. Like for the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, like defensive, like let alone like defensively, like what you got there. I mean, no reason why. Like now in hindsight, you see why they're able to spend so much money like defensively with J.C. Jackson and Khalil Mack. Um, okay, I mean Calvin yep. Noy, like they've they've been yeah. the only- like even the only this is probably gonna be. One of the best teams Justin Herbert will play with in his career. Like this, these next two years, three years, maybe. Yeah, these upcoming. These are going to be the best. Years. I think it's going to be the best teams they'll play with. I mean, I wouldn't go just as far overall. As that we don't know. I mean, we Herbert. don't, but they have a. They picked well in the draft already to a point where it's like, like you get Rayshon Slater, you got um. Who did they just draft? I feel like they're the Ram. I feel like they're the Rams with a rookie quarterback, with like a young quarterback. That's a fair analogy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. As far as like the the, the way their team is constructed and like, granted, their defense isn't quite as dominant as the Rams, but like on paper, you look at the you look at player for player, like damn, like yeah, actually not like. But that's oh, what I'm saying. There's I mean, so many. There's very minimal like places where they need improvement, and yeah. it's very hard to get to that point. See, that's where James Bradbury need to go. If he go yeah. there, that would definitely that would set that would like, be crazy. That would that yeah, definitely that would that, that might that do earlier. it. And it's L.A., bro. Yo, them L.A. teams, bro, just got yeah. mad bread to spend. Yeah. Like <laughs> the Rams and the Chargers just out here, just like yo, it's L.A. You know what it is? <laughs> Snoop Dogg's on the sideline, <laughs> like. <laughs> like <For real. laughs> We got celebrities at every single game, whether we playing whoever we playing. It don't the matter. Rams, yeah, Chargers, we both in LA. Word opportunities, yeah, media opportunities, sponsorships. Like yeah. this, just those are just got Vegas two hours. Yeah, away. bro. Just, like what, fam? We can do anything. Over so, there. Got, uh, so 
Um, Sony Michelle to the Dolphins. Don't they have like five running backs? They signed that. Raheem I mean, Mostert's over there too. I don't get it, but. They <laughs> 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 got Mostert, Chase Edmonds. Who who'd you just say? Sony Michelle. And they probably still Duke have Duke Johnson like, still there. I forgot he was there. <laughs> that boy came out and he did this thing a yeah. little bit, a little bit. That's a full is stable if I ever. Is heard. Miles, so yeah, so is, they got is Miles Chase Gaskin Edmonds still there too. Chase Edmonds. Uh, why? Why do I feel like he just got traded somewhere? I thought he did too. So Wait. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle, Miles Gaskin, Savon oh. Ahmed, and Saquon Jerry White. Yo, that is an eight. I know Saquon Jerry White is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody getting cut on the back end. <laughs> we get, one of y'all gots to go. <laughs> nah, that's a lot of running backs, and they they loaded up. Yeah, and I know real. I know a lot of teams that don't got any running backs Word. that I can name. Yo, how y'all feel about uh, who did the Pats draft? Cole Strange. No. <laughs> yeah, we, we am not. Speaking <laughs> of running backs, they drafted a running back. What oh, y'all Pierre about Strong. Pierre Strong is is uh North he ran the fastest forty. Is this Damian Harris's contract year? Yes. His, yeah. Yes. So he's on a rookie deal right now. Yes. And we're not. Gonna y'all pay not about him. to pay him. We're yeah, not yeah. gonna pay y'all him. Definitely not about to pay him. Andre gonna take over the number one role. This guy can when his rookie contracts up. They gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be. A, that's why they yo, draft the running backs. They cut do, though, bro. bro. They, they don't care, bro. They really real like <laughs> it's it's crazy as a fan too because you get you like players like you like certain players that be on the team and like, well, they be like, well, we don't like them enough. So like I, I don't get why they do that because we're not even like the most appealing like yeah like you want to come to Foxborough like, like yeah nobody wants to come to. Go live in Foxborough. And pay high-ass taxes in Massachusetts. You know what I mean? You could go to Texas and Florida. and You know what Tyreek just did? Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what Tyreek just did? <laughs> he just went to Florida and yeah, got that money word. tax-free. Free? Tax-free. <laughs> that money is tax-free. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's already hard enough to get people to come here. Why would you Maybe not retain the guys that you have that are great? But yeah. it's the Patriots. It's worked for us in the past, so hopefully it works Work again. And Bill, we trust. Y'all trust Bill? Devon, you trust, trust Bill? Him. I trust him as a coach. I know Devon, Devon definitely trusts Bill. I do, but at the same time, like like Jamel said earlier, like I'm learning a lot. Like, I'm like <laughs> come on, bro. Like, something's got to give. Yeah. I mean, we got to the playoffs last year, and I just want to see what we can do next. Bill, old as hell, bro. I will Bill, say this. Pete Carroll, these motherfuckers. Old, How y'all feeling about bro. Mac Jones? Thoughts? Um, I mean, do, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's off season. Looking he at the AFC, <laughs> well, what are you? What do you foresee? Looking at the AFC, I just see like as of right now, all the other QBs well, are better, and it's I just would, like I would hope he could get us back to the playoffs. I mean, but the thing I don't, is, we I'm, don't necessarily I'm need him to be on it. the best QB, but we need him to be better enough to compete with these guys, like. Yeah, I want him to win some. Like, I want him to win these some of these games. Next yeah, year. like I want, <laughs> if, I want him to, if we're down fourteen and we, you yeah. know, that we need to drop back and pass. Like, yeah. I feel like this past season, like once I saw us get down a couple of possessions, I was, I was like, like, ah, damn, bro. Like, it would be like the third quarter, yeah. but like we know we don't really have the offense to just. There get have quick been points. times where we have been down three scores and we have Brady. I used to be like. Like we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we might lose, but we we gonna be in it. Word. <laughs> we gonna be in it. So I think yeah, I, I would like to see that too. I'd like to see some comfort. Well, like I wouldn't want to be down, but I I'd just like want to see dominant some, like, passing performances. Yeah, I like see some performances from Mac Jones was like wow, like okay, 
this guy Word. can lead a team and like be a franchise yeah. quarterback. I think one season isn't enough to like kind of. Yeah, but yeah, I, to fully I think he has a solid rookie season to build off of. Like, yeah, he yeah showed for sure. He made the playoffs. I mean, he was the quarterback of the a playoff team nonetheless. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's New England. I mean, no better place <laughs> anymore. I mean, no better place to be either for a quarterback. So I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you have no. You said no better place. We still don't have an offensive coordinator. We not gonna have one. I mean, from the from the coaching standpoint, like, I mean, they're gonna put him in the best position to succeed as they can, like with what. Who well, yeah. Well, I think I, I, I think know that, what that, in, I that know sense, means, yeah. in that sense. He just, just said don't. we're not gonna put him in a position that to actually like we're gonna do cater to his strengths. But y'all not gonna be able we to do that. Have, it's, we don't have. An I know, but it's more the, no. But the it's McDaniel. It's McDaniel's over everything, though. Like, well, yeah, McDaniel's is gone. Like that. That's a huge. That's a huge yeah. gap. But y'all act like that. I forgot about that. I mean, that I understand that. I understand that. But the philosophy is just not dead and gone because he left. Like, I'm sure some of it is still in place to work around. Like, yes, his mind isn't there to always like kind of bounce off of and like. You may not have the exact same things, but you're going to see a lot of the same characteristics, I feel like, from this year's Pats offense as you did from last year. Because why would they stray away from it? How can you say that without when they don't have an offensive coordinator? Because it's – I mean, you could still have a scheme and not have an OC. You could still, like – Yo, can can you put your offensive coordinator hat real quick? Can you put that on real quick? Can you explain to this, man, what's going on? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like so you all think like, the offense is going to look completely different next year? Yes. Do you understand? Okay, like, all right. The I offensive mean, coordinator, in most cases, and like on most teams, offensive coordinator is like best friends with the quarterback. Like they are butt buddies. Like, like yeah. they walk around the facility together. They have their own meetings separate from everybody. They mm-hmm. they really like that's the bread and butter of like the offense. Like them two being on the same page. So we're going into a preseason where we don't even know who the OC and we just got rid of the guy. Mind you, Mac Jones also just learned a, a new offense for the first time, like from one of the hardest, like, so I'm saying, but that's why I don't, you do you guys see the actual scheme and the plays, the things we run, do you see those being completely different? That's it, all I'm trying not, to say. But, but it's like it's like you could say that, but it, it's different when you get into the game. I think the like execu- you can have you the can execution have a scheme. of it is one thing. But it I'm just talking on, about the type it, of plays. It depends on if Bill's gonna be play call. Like that, I'm just saying I don't see us going from a West Coast offense to a this type of offense just because Josh McDaniels left. I'm just saying I don't think it's gonna be this complete overhaul of what the offense already is. But no, it just off- might be, though. But I mean, it could, but we don't even have the personnel for that. But that's what I'm saying. Other <laughs> offensive coordinators aren't going to come in and they're not going to come in and be like, oh, let me pick up where this guy left off. No, right. a lot of guys are coming in with their philosophy, what they think is going to work. And if they got Mac Jones for that year, that might be what they're thinking for that year. But they're now the OC or they're now in that position. So it's like, Am I going to cater to this guy or am I going to run my system, see how he works in my system? Hold on. I got to look this up. Is there, y'all actually still, y'all actually didn't hire an OC? No, no, we're not going to like Bill, Bill basically said like, we don't foresee us adding anyone else. 
yeah. to the coaching staff. But that's what I'm also what I'm saying. Like, we're, it's not like we're bringing in a new OC. The same coaches, except for what Joe Judge, maybe was he? He wasn't there last year, was he? Joe Judge was. Yeah, he was with the Giants. Bro, the only the only time they didn't have McDaniel's and did well is because Tom was still there. Like, I mean, but Tom's been there for 20 years, so it's like, that's like. Is Bill O'Brien? You said what? Tom was on the Pats for 20 years, because so it's like. Exactly. So there was no difference. Like they, like there yeah. was no difference. You already had an OC on the field. There is no OC on the field. This is a this is a second year QB who hasn't shown yet that he can make all of these throws that you guys are asking him to make. That we're asking him to make. I feel like you everything we just asked, you literally just said. You literally just said five minutes ago. I want to see Mac Jones. Like he has to go out and win games. Yes. Yeah, no. I said like, I want to see him have passing performances that are elite. He can still make. No, nah, you said you want him to go see win games. Well, yeah. Well, that Yo, too. But that. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. A little, a little off track. A little. Let me just jump off track real quick. Did y'all know that Bill O'Brien was from Dorchester? That's no, crazy. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Did nah. y'all know that Bill O'Brien is from Dorchester, <laughs> Massachusetts, bro? Really? Ah, Yo, on Wikipedia, Dorchester, Boston, Massachusetts. Nah, bro. He went to. Damn, he represented us like that in, in Houston. Oh. You not backing him? <laughs> Yo, I'm weak. Dorchester, Boston, Massachusetts. Yo, that's actually. Had to look it up for himself. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. Yo, <laughs> born and raised on Talbot Ave. <laughs> nah, imagine. <laughs> Yo, chill out. <laughs> Could you imagine, bro? Playing career, personal. Wait, career. did he go to school though? He went to Penn State, but he you coached at high school. <laughs> well, col- college, I meant. But wow. I don't even think they have his. This is news to me. Uh, so he's born in Dorchester, grew up in Andover, went to St. John's Preparatory. Oh, St. John's. <laughs> okay. Oh, so wow. He, he's playing with with, some, with the, all the. Wow. No, that's crazy. North Shore. The North Shore. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Ravens GM is from that's uh, wild. Mass too. Damn, more Mass representation than we thought. Yeah, Andy the. Uh, for better or for worse. He's from Tyler. <laughs> The um, Dolphins. I don't know if Dorchester claiming Bill O'Brien. Come on, man. I mean, I'm, not I'm, this I'm, side I'm, of Dorchester, I'm but yeah. <laughs> I'm happy, the other I'm side. Happy, I'm, happy, I'm happy somebody from Dorchester is in the league. I'm just not per se happy. That's the with, default. Now. Yo, yo, he's more he's more Savin Hill Dorchester. He's not like Fields Corner, Ashmont, Dorchester. <laughs> Addison Lynch is from Dorchester. He, he's, a DB's, he's a DB's coach. I think he's on the... Oh, Browns, right? Oh, no, 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 no. I think he's with Vegas now. Oh, really? That's fire. No, you might be right. It might be the Browns. I thought he he started with the Browns, maybe. I know he's with the Chargers for a while. That's crazy. Yeah. More match representation. Wow. But damn, now y'all making me nervous. What the offense going to look like next year then? Amen. That's that's the problem. We don't don't know, bro, because (laughs) he just went from sitting in a room with, with Josh McDaniels every day to now... He's like, with Bill. Yeah, I know that's got to be terrible for his, like, morale. Just, like, because Bill just, I know he, he's he just dull. Bill, like, that's, that's the head coach, bro. Like, that's a Bill whole different vibe. Yeah. You usually go sit down with the OC, all quarterbacks yeah. coach, whatever. Like, who's he coming off? He's coming off sideline, go see the head coach. 
who's defensive-minded. Bring Brian Hoyer back. He's a coach. He is back. Um, well, he uh, might. I mean, somebody, somebody, I, I just, one I, of these quarterbacks can be so, gone because so we got too many. But Jarrett. Jarrett. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to see. We, yeah. we know that Damn. obviously they're going to run the ball. They're going to run certain, like, smash and shit like that. Like, every team's going to run. <laughs> Inside smash. zone. High <laughs> formation. Smash, but, like, we don't know how they're going to scheme it up this yeah. year. Josh McDaniels was good with getting guys, uh, the ball, like, Jacoby Myers the ball in open space yeah. and just – Finding certain ways to get guys into windows. Um, this will, like you say, this will be big to see. Is Mac Jones like a guy that can step in and like, gonna, kind of be a little quarterback on the field? Then yo, Bill's gonna have Mac Jones his, airing it out. Five wide streaks. Sprint out. Sprint out. Sprint out. <laughs> With Mac. That would be mad funny. <laughs> That'd be sad to see. That'll be the day Patriots have a top ten pick at that point. But hopefully we don't. We'll be we trying to talk about some NIL deals, some rookie QBs. What's up? The NIL uh, deals. That that dude with the uh what was it? Texan or not Texan, Texas running back with the Lamborghini deal. Um, what? There's 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 a lot of deals. First of all, Texas in general uh, has been they have mad deals in place for their players. Um, but the reason that I wanted to and bring, you know it's also crazy not to cut you off, but Texas also had no players taken in the draft. Like really? Yeah, first year, first time in like ever, I believe. Oh, they'll have Bijan next year. But um. So we talked wow. about the NIL deals when it happened a while ago. Uh, it was a few months ago. So a lot is a lot has been going on. Um, apparently, it's kind of like the Wild West in college football right now. Um, teams that have big money are spending big money, and players are definitely pocketing and uh, putting away some crazy profits. I've seen hundreds of thousands of dollars that these guys are getting as soon as they get in. Uh, into the system in college football and with the new NIL rule changes with the transfer portal as well. You know, you don't have to wait out, sit out a season. You can transfer and, like, get back to playing. Like, players are taking advantage, you know, at, at the fullest extent. I love to see it, honestly. I feel like this is what we've wanted. To, this is what I've wanted to see personally. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be things that we need to, like, work out because it can – I can see it getting out of control. But, like yeah. – I mean, this is what we've asked for, and so like we got it, and it's like, all right, now you can work with it from here. Absolutely, and um, and I love it. Don't get me wrong, I I think it's dope, and I think uh, <laughs> it's just tough for some te- tougher for some teams than others. Yeah, it can definitely change <laughs> just the whole dynamic, like make it more like professional sports. But it's like at the same time, most of these dudes are, are striving to get to professional sports, and it's also like a better preparation for them. Like they'll start learning about how to carry themselves as a business like when they're going into yeah, college like, what, like, like what's marshall university gonna be how are they gonna be able to recruit yeah like, <laughs> compared to like you know what i mean all these like big, like ucla yeah, or you like know what i mean these big like ass that. schools big ass schools within like big cities with like big money <laughs> yeah like even we're just talking about texas right so we have a bunch of nil deals up right now texas o-linemen uh there's a non-profit that's giving $50,000 to each of the 16 Texas O-linemen on scholarship. Like, that's crazy. Why? Um, Why would well, you give the number 16th offensive lineman? No, no, no. no. All 16. I'm oh. saying, why would you give oh, the 16th oh. <laughs> offensive lineman money? <laughs> like, I just don't. 
It why. says with the twist being that the players must use the funds to support charitable causes, but still, like, still either way, that's I could like, be the charitable cause. <laughs> I could be the charitable <laughs> cause. Five hundred four C. Another example: University of Miami football. Um, they have a line of fit- fitness centers in South Florida that's offering every University of Miami football player five hundred dollars a month to endorse a gym. And now that's not a lot. But $500 as a college student, <laughs> that is more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, can get, you can get busy. Oh, you can get crazy with $500 in college. Um, I don't know about in Miami, but. <laughs> Talk to uh, Foreman about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> we should probably get him on the pod. Shador Sanders going off. Yeah, yeah, I don't even. I know. I just know he got crazy bread right now. Yeah, he, okay. he signed with Gatorade and has deals with Beats by Dre and Tom Brady's uh, apparel company. He signed at I think That's Tom crazy. Brady's agency. Oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Tom Brady just do whatever he wants. Tom Brady almost owned a team <laughs> and was gonna try and play for the team he owned. <laughs> what is that? The Dolphins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I mean, that was a rumor that went around. Yo, they would have been so happy. He said, I already won six Super Bowls. No one else has done this. Now I got to be the first to own a team and play and and win my own Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) This stays at my house. This one. (laughs) You You think Brady has one of the Lombardis at his house? One of them? No. One of the real truck. He one wishes. Nah, he should. I don't know. One of the real ones. He, he should. should. One nah. of the real ones. The, the, the Falcons one. No that's way. That's all him. That's all him. That should be all him. Falcons one? Yeah. I, he I, deserves I, that. He scored, what, 28 points? Yeah. Win, hey, win man. You know he said in the documentary, it's about the team, man. Yeah, you know they're keeping that. it over there. <laughs> I need Tom Brady to be a little bit more selfish as a personality, honestly. Yeah. I just – I. Yo, man, like, you're the best ever. <laughs> Enough with the humble shit. <laughs> Yo, like, come on, man. Yeah, like, I like how Aaron Rodgers talks his shit a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, throws it out there. He's like, like, come on, like, I got these. I got. Talking about me, like, you got to know what I do every year. Exactly, like. So, yeah. so if Rodgers is saying that shit, Tom could say the most. Tom could say crazy stuff. Tom could say, like. And he's he like, bro, like, I got a better chance of winning a Super Bowl than you do of, like, anything in life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and that's wild. Like, that should be wild for him to throw out. But you can say that and mean it. Yo, I know there's dudes in New England who would let Tom Brady name their son. Oh, absolutely. No, for the free. Absolutely. For the free. <laughs> for free. For free. They'll pay Brady for Brady to name their son. <laughs> I know people that will do outlandish things for Tom Brady. Yeah, no, nah, I believe. You know it. what I mean? There's people out here that will do crazy stuff for Tom Brady. Yeah, that's kind of. I ain't never gonna like Just happy for that interaction much. For, with him. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and last thing I want to. I want to hang out with the Brady from the from the from the Tampa boat. That's who I want. Yeah, right. Yeah. We that's that. when we started to see. You, you, like, you know what I mean? They always say who you want to sit with at a, at a dinner table. That <laughs> version of Brady. I want to hear what he got to say. He's probably talk. Yeah. He's probably the one that talked crazy about the rings. True. Hey, you taking the hundred million or the or the conversation with Jay Z? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let you know right now. I love Jay Z's music, but it'll never be worth a hundred million. Yo, I need that hundred million cash. 
Jay Z gonna sit at the dinner and tell you you should have took the hundred million. <laughs> Like, look, fam. You messed up. <laughs> it would be a wrap, man. Jay Z would be so disappointed in you. I hate seeing dumb shit like that, bro. Yeah. That should be mad funny. Nah, because some. Bro, you gotta take the combo. No, that combo, you can't even. That's gonna make you that, like. That's priceless. That right, combo is priceless. Come on, bro. All right, bro. If we just talking about like $5,000, maybe. Maybe, yeah. but even five thousand is a lot right now. Now nah, I so. think I'd rather go to dinner with Jay Z than than be given five thousand. Well, that's what I'm saying. Five thousand. It's like, all right, well, imagine you got to pay for the meal with Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> right. With that five thousand, <laughs> that'd be about how much Yo. it is. <laughs> that five thousand that you saved, that you thought you was getting. Yeah, you know, he's, te- he's teaching you about ownership. For real, um, <laughs> teaching you about ownership. <laughs> oh man! But uh, there's one last athlete I wanted to mention. Apparently, an unnamed college football recruit from the class of 2023, which would be upcoming seniors uh, next year, um, apparently signed a deal that could pay him up to eight million. Uh, reported by the Athletic in March, uh, they'll pay him 350 thousand right away. Damn! So wait, he got that in high school? I wonder if they pay him the 350k no, in no, high school. No, 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 oh. no. You read it wrong. What do you mean? He is a recruit. He graduates high school in 2023. Not That's what college, I'm saying. Not college. I know. Oh, okay. That's I, what I said. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Like, you know who that. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think he's got that we, before we school all, starts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, like I think we all know who that player is. Well. Oh. Oh. But, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. But like. 350 off the muscle. <laughs> not out of high school. That's yeah. some Paige Buker shit. She got Gatorade coming right out of high school, I think, right? Yeah. They said it's going to be yep. two mil per year. That's amazing. With escalating payments. <laughs> Wait, now, who is this unnamed recruit? I think it's Archie Manning. Yeah, I was, I was thinking the same I thing. I think it's Archie Manning. Only, honestly. That Manning name and the like, way the Manning's doing bro, business right the now. The film <laughs> on him is ridiculous <laughs> like yo bro this is like one of the most talented high school quarterbacks i've ever, like he is the most i'll, I'll say it right now he's the most high, talented high school quarterback That's i've seen come up i can't wait to see what that draft gonna look like teams gonna be foaming at the mouths trying what, to move up bro, what <laughs> at that yeah, point like, if mac jones ain't doing it like yeah gonna- <laughs> i feel like no bull if you draft him yeah, like you're you're expecting a Super Bowl Manning, at the a least. Manning in in New England. A Manning in New England would be that don't crazy. sound right. That but um, <laughs> nah, it's crazy because essentially, like, if you draft him, you're like, you gotta give me a ring, or like, you're not living up to the name. <laughs> like straight up, bro. That's ass. Like it, it's a lot of pressure, but 350k off the muscle will make it lighter. You, you go watch his film and, and come back next week on the pod and let me know what you think about Archie Manning because, yo, I'm trying to tell you something, man. Kid's special. And they said that the, that Archie Manning Jr. was going to be better than Peyton and Thing if he didn't get hurt. Peyton and Eli, which is even crazier. <laughs> Word. We saw what they did <laughs> with that. Uh, three, four Super Bowls four. between the two of them. Yeah, four. Yo, you want to... 
cut it. We already we already had an hour. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't want to. You want to? You want to get? I mean, we could do this this rookie shit and cut and like and like have it be its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Um. So yeah, we can we can get into Celtics up one and we here. I am him. Oh. He's got to close it out. Well, again, I'm going to cut it when I edit it. So we can just keep talking. What are you doing with 350K in high school? Buying my mother a house. Not in Boston. <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, this is true. Oh, you thought? Oh, you thought you was taking home all three fit? No, no, Uncle Sam taking his. That's, That's true. <laughs> That's about two hundred k. I have two million by, by December. So I'm gonna be able to pay the rest. I of swear, life. I got it. <laughs> I promise, I got the rest for y'all by de- December. December, they got, I got two million coming. <laughs> this December, yeah, that's a crazy deal. And next December, and the December after that. That's amazing. Bro, getting eight million dollars in college, I don't think I. As a freshman in college, I'm, not, I'm gonna let you know. Actually, at any point, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't abide by the college. No the way. law. <laughs> I can't go to college. No, if you if you when, when I got eight million, like you yeah, lost like, me. You, if you like, in the you dorms, you low key a lick. You a walking lick in oh, the dorms. Mm, I'm a, if, if you if you I'm living all, off campus. You I better. Got, <laughs> you better. All I got. All I got is a Steve Jobs, black turtleneck, blue jeans, <laughs> the 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 white dad the white dad uh, same fit the, the same Nike fit. monarchs the Nike monarchs. <laughs> And, and, oh, no. and, and I'm walking around, not even with a credit card. I'm walking around with a cash out card. I'm about card, to say the cash, a cash out, out card. with $200 on it. And I'm going to put $200 on it every day. So if you ever rob me, all you're going to get is $200. If that. <laughs> if that. And there you go, folks. That's the blueprint. <laughs> what to do with $8 million on campus? How to not get robbed. I wonder what, like, 101. you know, like, just like the nightlife for these kids now it's like bro like you used to have college athletes talking about yeah there was nights where like we were hungry after practice and like couldn't really get food type shit and now it's like yeah we got this eight million dollar deal like y'all trying to go to Ruth Chris after after <laughs> after practice <laughs> after the walkthrough <laughs> like yo we got eight a.m. walkthrough y'all trying to go to like y'all trying to go to the rooftop brunch <laughs> word like it's pretty dope and like I think it's just like it's only right at this point. I mean, they've made those schools billions of dollars over the years. Absolutely. It's only right that the young generation get to eat a little bit off it. Think about all the think about like how much money Dion would have really made like in college. Somebody like him that yeah. was really just marketing himself like Type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is any with a little bit of dope. Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go. Yeah, never mind them rookies, baby. Come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah. Leave them at the door. I know what your spots like. I've been there before. I left my main hoe, now my side, my main hoe. Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Right. 
writing something for him, writing in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed or make me go off. Hey. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. still my buy a crib from north up to prospect. Kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like holy feel these niggas flex. Too hard, they care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, O D, low key. On me, top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dice just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed.